that if they're unhappy, rather than speaking up, they're likely to get involved in behaviors that are not good for them. They might drink more, they might eat a lot more, um, they you know, might do all sorts of behaviors that will work against their health uh, because they're unhappy and they don't, you know, really do anything to ameliorate that situation. This week, a recent Israeli study tracked the health of men for 30 plus years to see what impact an unhappy marriage had on their health. Spoiler, it wasn't good. Dr. Karen Sherman shares her thoughts. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchedmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the brilliant, the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Good to be here with you. It's always great to hear your voice, and thank you for joining. Uh, Karen, for those tuning in for the first time, is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, Make It Last. And you can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. Um, earlier this week, Karen, you sent me an article that, uh, stipulated that unhappy marriages could mean shorter lives for men, um, which falls right in line with a lot of things that we have discussed over the years. Uh, but here is just another data point. Um, Mm -hmm. so this study, uh, was, um, Basically, it says that unhappily married men could have raised risks of stroke or early death. And this is according to an Israeli study where they uh, looked at 9,000 male Israeli civil servants and city workers who underwent extensive appraisal of their health and behavioral patterns. The research team then tracked the health of these men for 32 years. These are the best studies. Yep. <laughs> the <laughs> the increased risk was as much as if they had been smoking or were living a couch potato lifestyle, according to the researchers. Um, as I just mentioned, I don't think the results of this surprise us. So, what does this? You know, why why are they? Why do they keep doing these studies? What do we What do we learn? What does this tell us? The significance of uh, working on your marriage, and if you're not happy with it, uh, doing something about it. That's all I'll say for now, because I know later on we're going to talk about it more specifically. Okay. So but basically, marriages are important. Okay. So it's uh, once again, it's just like another data point, uh, as I mentioned at the top, just another data point that really drive home the fact marriages, it's, it's being married isn't. All that's cracked up to be if it's unhappy. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Correct. Okay. okay. So specifically, uh, the men who expressed dissatisfaction with their marriage were 
wait for it, 94% more likely to suffer a stroke during the three decades of follow-up. I Like, 94% <laughs> more likely. That is a shockingly high number, I think. Yes. Uh, for you, what do you think? And why? I, yeah, it, I think it's high also. Okay. And then why specifically make, strokes, and, and do you think? And this is going to sound a little... Um, we can look at it two ways, either energetically or um, Freudian, um, because we know that when there okay. are things upsetting us psychologically, it does have an impact on our health, on our bodies. But why a stroke? I think that it's because men don't speak up. They don't speak out. So they're imploding. Okay, rather than discuss their feelings and um, internally, mm. that's what implode is, and that would that would look like a stroke. I don't know. That was my guess. What what was your thought about that? Okay, I honestly, um, I just kind of, I I don't really have like a great answer. I feel like if I were to just like rift right now, I would think. Um, men would, men who were in unhappy marriages would find unhealthy ways to cope with that unhappiness. And so, um, they would probably eat or smoke or do things. And and I was going to make that very same point a little bit later on, but, um, that, but why stroke? Why not, uh, cancer? Why not heart attack? According to this study. And, Get the the only thing I could think of again is that they're right. bursting. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I that like that's the thing, and then I I, I kind of think yeah. To your point, yeah. it's this buildup of uh, anger and anxiety and whatever else might be going on internally. And to your point, like there has nowhere to go. But I guess the thing that like is that I can't quite put my finger right. on is like to, to what you're asking me, why strokes and not heart attacks? Like the, the cancer thing, I kind of get a little bit because, uh, you know, when you're talking about environmental reasons for cancer, um, not, uh, genetic reasons, you know, a lot of that is like, well, uh, things that you actually do, Mm -hmm. Um, or where you live or what's in your water. And, you know, there's a a million reasons why. So I can see why that wouldn't be like the common denominator, but yeah, the stroke, I really do. I think, I think you're onto something with like the, like the internal pressure, just building and pop. There it is. Um, Okay, so then the Israeli men who expressed dissatisfaction with their marriage mm-hmm. were also 21% right. more right. likely to die from any cause. So there's the other stuff that we're talking about. Um, so, you know, maybe we've already kind of answered some of this. And I know, you know, I, I made a little note here that, you know, a lot of this stuff is, sounds like a broken record for anybody who's been listening to us for a long time. But uh, why, why mm-hmm. you know... 20%, I mean, that's one in five, 21%, okay, one in so five now I think are dying from the basically point you were anything raising a few else, minutes ago else. comes into play, <laughs> that if they're unhappy, rather than speaking up, they're likely to get involved in behaviors that are not good for them. They might drink more, they might eat a lot more, um, they 
you know, might do all sorts of behaviors that will work against their health uh, because they're unhappy and they don't, you know, really do anything to ameliorate that situation. Uh, so I think that to me, that would be the reason that uh, they would be mm-hmm. more likely to die from all the, you know, uh, other variables that we're talking about in the way in which they are living inappropriately or unhealthily. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Can I add? So I actually have one other thing that I'd like to add to this. And this is flipping Mm -hmm. something on its head that we talk about when it comes to the benefits of marriage. So we will often talk about how it's the, the nudging, the nagging, and I use that term affectionately by the wife, the spouse, um, to take your medication, to go to the doctor. And if you are in an unhappy marriage, uh, it isn't a stretch for me to imagine that you would not you know, listen Steve, to your spouse you and I are or together defiantly a really go long time and their you wishes are giving the very answers. And we have not pre-discussed this that I was going to give. <laughs> so I think, but I think it's twofold. I think to your point that um, we know there's research that women nag, but that nagging is a good thing because she's watching after him and making sure he eats properly and gets sleeps properly and exercises, et cetera, et cetera, and goes to doctors. And so if it's an unhappy marriage, as you're saying, he might say, you know, I don't have to listen to you or I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. The other part is, though, that if you are in an unhappy marriage, Maybe the wife isn't doing the nagging that is so beneficial. You know, that's a possibility also that um, mm. they're both not really happy. Such a great point. Um, and for whatever reasons, they're yep. still staying together. But she's not looking out for him that much because she's not so happy with him either. Right. So it's not just that you're being defiant, but mm-hmm. it's that you have, while you're both technically in this married Correct. relationship, you're not uh, executing any of the benefits of a healthy relationship. Right. That's an, uh, that's an excellent point. Um, so uh, going back to what I mentioned at the very beginning about how an unhappy marriage relates to smoking and couch potato lifestyle, Mm-hmm. For comparison, smoking increased a men's risk of death, death by 37%. Now, remember, we just talked about how just being in a dissatisfied right. marriage increased your likelihood of dying to 21%. So it's not that far different. And uh, th- an inactive lifestyle increased your likelihood of death mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. by 21%. So the same as a dissatisfied marriage, period, and, and stop. Um So it really seems like making your marriage a priority should be, when we talk about, honestly, like when we talk about health and what living a healthy lifestyle means, (laughs) we talk about diet, we talk about exercise. Um, Go ahead. so my my so my question my follow up question to this is, do you think that um, all this stuff that we're talking about is causal or or is it all a, a okay, correlation? Okay, so take a moment things, to do that. Correlation um, maybe, maybe basically means that as one thing changes, another thing changes, but it doesn't necessarily that one thing is causing the other. It's just that you can see. So I think it's a bit of both. Because if we go back, let's say, to what we were mentioning a moment ago about that um, 
in a healthy marriage, you'll find the wife um, sort of watching over her mate and telling him things. Um, and now, if that's not happening, either because she's not doing it or because he's defying it, we could say that it's really the less um, the healthy diet, the more likely they are to die. Um, and then um, the more somebody drinks, the more it's going to have an adverse effect on their life. So that would be a correlation. That being said, it also may be that this unhappy marriage is actually creating so much stress and such dissatisfaction that it is actually the cause of what is the higher death rate. Yes, I would well, this be that's, going back yeah, to that's my hypothesis. Hypothesis, and on as strokes. we say, and I'm sticking to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, the study that I sent you didn't discuss what they thought was the reason. <laughs> they were just discussing the huge percentages that they got right. um, in this very long study with very, very many people uh, or men. So this is, you know, the kind of study that we say, wow. This right. survey of a select group who chose to right. answer some questions like this was 30 plus years with 9,000 participants. So when, when the numbers come out the way that they do in, in a significant way too, yeah. it's not like these are 1% numbers. I mean, we're talking 20%, yes. 90%. Like these are, these are like open up your eyes kind of things. Um, so, Okay. People have been listening to this. They're thinking, wow, this is fascinating. I better make sure that my marriage mm -hmm. is happy. But maybe they're in an unhappy relationship or they're not happy with it right now, um, which is why they, you know, did a little search on their podcast player and found us and well, whatnot. Well, I think what that should the next, their next step, step should be, be if they opening aren't up satisfied? a discussion with your mate. Now, I am well aware that for men, that is very hard. And we also know that women generally have a better pulse on a relationship, meaning that they can tell if something isn't going well faster than a man can. That being said, I think given these kinds of numbers, mm -hmm. a man must have some inkling that he's not happy. Um, and it would behoove him really to open up a discussion. And it doesn't have to be an attack. Um, it could be something like, you know, I want to share with you that there are some things going on that are, are not making me happy or that I'm concerned about. And, and I'm sort of wondering if you feel that way too. It is highly unlikely that one person is miserable in the marriage and the other one is just thrilled. That's, that's just not going to happen. So rather than saying, you know, you make me unhappy or, you know, because of you, I'm this, that, and the other thing. If you just say, you know, I, I, I have some concerns about what's been going on with us and, you know, I'm wondering if you have them also, or, you know, maybe we, we could discuss it a little bit. That's my suggestion. I don't know that men are going to do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, can I, yeah. So start with the conversation. I think that is a 
great place to start. Um, I mean, the I was just like paying attention to the language that you used, and one of the words that you just used was miserable. And so I'm wondering if, um, if the concern is different mm. if they're miserable or dissatisfied or mm. unhappy, like if if the the grade of I think that dissatisfaction of or unhappiness on, this matters. Is a stereotype, but a lot of men work under the premise of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And sure. so they may feel like, yeah, it's good enough and that they're not aware that it's really bothering them. So my guess is that they're mm. not going to either notice it or even consider that something should be done about it unless they're really feeling it. I don't think so. Uh, un- like actually unhappy waking up in the morning, not being satisfied, not looking forward to seeing your spouse, mm-hmm. all those things would be indicated. He was um, done with heterosexual men, which is why we're making those references here. So if you're a wife listening to this, um, and while your husband hasn't said anything to you, should you bring it up and say like, hey, I've noticed that you've been down, you know, when you're around the house or when we're together or whatever. I would. You know, yes, I am prodding and would. asking the question, um, like, hey, are you, again, are you happy with the way things are going? Is that because if it he's seems that like unhappy, yep. so is she, and she might not even care anymore to do anything about it. You know, if they're people just sort of get into a rut and they go day in, day out kind of thing. Um, but yes, absolutely, I, Steve, I think that's a great point that if the woman notices something, she should say mm-hmm. something also, she should bring it up. And, and this might seem a little dark, but, um, if to your point, you know, they're unhappy and they're already like checked out, um, knowing that this has a very like statistically significant chance of killing your spouse, uh, or shortening their life expectancy sooner rather than later, um, you know, this would be worth bringing up to them because I'm assuming, well, like, well, you know, I'm you sitting here saying happy. to myself, like, I'm being very cynical. Don't want them to die. There may be some women out there who feel like let it just run its course, and that's the way I get out of this. Yeah, that's bad, but I do think there's some reality to it. I do. Oof. Yeah, I guess. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, I su- I suppose so. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully not. So, um, yeah, yes, I did. I did. Uh, uh, the other thing that well, struck I, me was I don't want to end on that super dark Israeli note, but men. did you have anything else and that you wanted to add? Yeah. Again, okay, I'm great. going to speak stereotypically, but a lot of Israelis mm-hmm. live with a great amount of stress to start with because of what the situation is in the Middle East. Um, and the uh, men that they studied, mm-hmm. I want to get back and get the exact wording of mm-hmm. who these men were as far as their jobs. They were civil servants and city workers. I wonder what would happen if this study was done in a different country and Correct. or if even in Israel they did it with people who were um, mm-hmm. let's say more executives, you know, a, a greater range of uh, what their work is, because the particular group that they studied, civil servants and city workers, might 
um, have an influence on the results that they got as well. Right. Well, you know what's interesting about um, Israeli yes. citizens is they are yes. all required, from my understanding, to join the military service for a period of time and do civil service for a period of time. So on the one hand, I, I 100% agree with you. And I also, like, my brain immediately goes back to all the other studies we've seen that are longitudinal studies based on unhappy marriages and the impacts it has on health. But on the other hand, like this is really cool because while the the men are obviously different mm-hmm. from one yes. to the next, they have all lived at least some portion of their life yes. going through the exact same experiences um, or, or being put into some similar situations kind of thing. So I do think that's interesting. Now, obviously, if this is going over 32 years, the circumstances mm-hmm. of the Middle East have uh, had some pretty big yeah, ups they're, and downs they're during that to go time frame. In it also. And so I also wonder I how that may have impacted whether that the results then becomes of this like a washout because both men and women are going in. And, you know, obviously when you go into a military situation, it's going to be very stressful. But again, why more the men than the women? Hmm. And and just like culturally, I wonder how mm-hmm. that impacts the relationship between the two, the respect, the understanding, you know, yeah. because I think a yeah. lot of times, depending on the culture, it's like, well, they yes. just don't get it. Yes. They don't understand. They've um, never done this. So, and it's like, well, you know, no, actually they have. <laughs> I, I made a very simple <laughs> They were right next to you and all that before. stuff was going down. Um, so. I think that if people are more aware of um, how they're feeling, whether they feel stressed or they feel anxious or whatever, the more that you would talk to your mate and hopefully earlier in the relationship than later, because then you're in a pattern of communicating and being open with one another, I do think that um, this, this death rate could go down. Um, well, on that note, I'm, I'm not going to add anything on that note. We will wrap this up. Um, I am so happy that after 600 plus episodes, Karen, that we are beginning to finish each other's thoughts. That is, <laughs> that you. is absolutely fantastic. Um, so thank you so much for your time. It is always a pleasure and look forward to doing this again very soon. Uh, Before you guys go, I want to remind you that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. We also have this information posted up on our website, hitchedmag.com, where you will find... Uh, We also have a free newsletter that goes out each Monday. It is free. It takes about 30 seconds to sign up. And so if you would like to just stay up to date on the latest that's happening within uh, marriage and relationship information, as we just discussed, it could save your life. I don't think I'm being hyperbolic now. I think that is real. Uh, I know it's real. We have a 32-year study here. So um, if you want this information, again, go to hitchedmag.com. And until next time, take care, everybody. Hey, 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 are you ready? We look into each other's eyes.
We know that it's showtime. Clear our heads of all our worries and fears. Now we know it's go time.